at any point before everything was exposed, when 10 bands or something came on, you definitely tap short be like, yo, you know, that's that's me. No, no, no. Okay. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't in the studio getting that off? Man, yeah, I would have been know. right at the party, Come like, yo, yeah, you know that's, that's my me sauce. right there. On, all that sauce, all that flavor you hear right there, that's me. You know, I'm the I chef. Mean, see her rapping I mean, along, like, oh, you like you like those oh, you lyrics, like huh? That, right? <laughs> you, you you talking like me now. <laughs> This conversation was something that I've been wanting to have and, uh, you know, but I, I told Quentin when he was ready. So uh, we finally here. It's a pleasure to finally uh, meet you in person and uh, get to sit down and kick it with you. Same, same. Um, it's a lot that, a lot of personal questions that I've always had that I wanted to ask you, but I wouldn't want to do that over the phone. I wanted to be face to face. But first and foremost, how you been, man? I'm good, man. Yeah. Staying alive. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Oh, Life is easy joke there. I just I want to leave it alone. Yeah, very easy joke right there. But um, it's, just, it's too easy. Do you know the TikTok dance? No, I don't. I don't. Okay. Good. Um, so what's what's been going on, man? How's uh, how is Quentin Miller doing as of today? How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm solid. I'm just uh, just staying busy, man. Just trying to stay at it, you know. Making songs has, mm-hmm. has moved my life, my whole life, you know what I'm saying? So I just try to just trust in the process and just just keep making songs. Whereas I don't even know the Quentin Miller like backstory. Because obviously you don't do a lot of press and you know, when all that shit hit the fan, I understandably so kind of just took a break from the spotlight. Where does the story even begin? <clears throat> what well, a the short version of it is uh I'm a homeschool kid from Metro Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, not not Atlanta, Metro Atlanta. Not Atlanta. Ar- yeah. Amaretta does yeah, not yeah, think you're from yeah. Atlanta. Only she's from Atlanta. <laughs> Only Amaretta's from Atlanta. But yeah. uh, at my church, there's this producer named Sounds. Their family went to the same church as my family, and uh, he was signed to Usher. He uh, went later on produced Thosamo uh, for Ray Shrimmer and. Now he's BMW Kenny. He he made a TikTok song to wipe it down or whatever. Like shout out mm. BMW Kenny man. He brought me in the game, and from there he got signed to Tricky Stewart. Shout out to Legend. He got signed to Tricky Stewart, and um, so he brought me over there. And so my first experience over there, I was signed with them, and um, you know the dream used to come through. He used to come out and be like, "Yo, come out." Check out my Ferrari, man. Check this out, man. It's a pretty good impression. Sit in that front seat, man. I want you to, I want you to feel what it's like. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Dream, man. He was a big inspiration for me. But uh, so yeah, I was there. And then uh they dropped me mm. uh out of nowhere. I don't really think it, in hindsight, I have more clarity of what went on, but either way, I was screwed. Who who else was uh with him at that time? With who with Tricky Stewart and Dream. So when I when I got sign. signed with Tricky uh, Originally, I remember uh, in a, we were all in a van. It was me, Frank Ocean, who was Lonnie Bro at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and a, a couple other artists. And I was over there with uh, Frank and them before Frank, you know, turned into Frank. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, you know, that was that was an interesting time. I really that situation. People only really know the Drake stuff, but they don't know about that situation. I, you know, the Dream and Tricky were on fire, you know, like they were the hottest Absolutely. in the game. And they looked like me, you know, mm. I, and I, I trusted them. 
And when they dropped me for the stupid ass reason that they dropped me, really just screwed me over. But they didn't drop my publishing. They just like I was like a tagged animal. It okay. was like they dropped me but kept my publishing. That shit broke me. That shit that shit hurt. So you and, said in hindsight you understand it more now. Like so what what was the I, reason? I, I have a idea of what may have went on. Mm-hmm. Uh obviously I can't, you know, say for sure, but mm-hmm. yeah, that shit that shit really fucked me up, man. And um I thought it was over with from there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like three years. Like just you know, working Target, working Publix, working all these places, um, and one day I just I remember the the crazy thing because I met Boy Wonder through Tricky, so it's okay. like I never would have met Boy Wonder if it wasn't for that situation. So, but I just I just sent a random hail mary text to Boy Wonder, and the shit worked. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Boy Wonder, he's on um, that's, that's family. That's my guy, man. So were you signed as? An artist, or was it just writing? I was signed as an artist, and you know, it was just like, you know, we're not gonna do it unless you do a potion. I don't really know a potion. I'm just like, this is the dream. He's on fire. What the fuck? Mm. Like, this is the dream and tricky. Like, yeah, I, I'm with them. They brought me to Vegas. I watched the dream work on Fancy. Right. I watched it. Right. I'm like, this is this is what I'm supposed to do. You want to be around? You know what I'm saying like, yeah. this is where I'm supposed to go. Like, I'm going to. Was mm-hmm. Was Frank in a similar deal as you at that time? I'm not too familiar, with, you know, because we he was in California, I was mm. in Atlanta. We would just see each other when they would have these little gatherings or anything. But you know, like, I'm not you know familiar with his deal, but I, you know, I don't really see them super clicked up either. So, what, what was being homeschooled and then transitioning to go to Vegas with the dream? Like, what, what, is that, <laughs> what does that feel like, <laughs> man? It was like I said, it was just like reassuring. It was like, yeah, like. You know, the whole point of me rapping when I was homeschooled is because it was just like, okay, I'm not around people, but when I get around people, they're going to hear me rap and they're going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just, it was just affirmation. Like, yeah, like this is this is what I'm supposed to do. Like now the only thing that was confusing was because it was an R&B camp. And it mm. was all R&B, pop, R&B, pop. I was the only one there that was rap. So I didn't know what, I was supposed to get from that. I felt like I, I got an understanding of Melody. The dream, I learned a lot from just watching the dream. He has a freedom to his creative process that like, yeah, shout out to the dream. So you were you were straight rapidly rap at that time? Because I feel like man, even listen, your music now is so melodic based. Man, listen, mm-hmm. so I'm rappy rap because they're, they're just elegant, you know, rich nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? So they're all like rappy rap, like, so I'm like, listen to Watch the Throne and Jay-Z. And I'm just like trying to just do, you know, shout out to Jay-Z, no negative, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just trying to just do this high level rap shit. Even though I don't really have much of a story, you know, I'm just rapping, you know? But Oh no, you got a story. Well, at the time I did. <laughs> okay. And so when I got dropped, it's crazy because the beauty of it, I was able to catch the SoundCloud wave in Atlanta. Mm. Totally deprogram my idea of this making the perfect raps because I'm seeing these young dudes like the two nines and shit mm-hmm. just just making shit and then they going out in the city fucking with them and they just being young and being themselves you know what I'm saying it just it just changed my direction it just made me want to you know make some some saucy shit you know who, who else was up and coming in Atlanta at that time like your peers <sighs> my peers the in Atlanta the two nines. The OGGs, mm-hmm. 
no, shout out to OGG, man. Theo, Bluetooth, everybody. Um, the Jid and them. Mm-hmm. Earth Gang. Earth Gang and them, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they was all, we was all department store babies in, mm-hmm. in some form of way. I don't know, you know, y'all, y'all can look that up. But mm-hmm. Yeah. It was an interesting time, man. And it, it was fun. And like, it made me want to, it made me want to be a part of it. It made me want to compete. You know, like I, I went from thinking like, damn, it's over with. And then I'm seeing that. So that gave me a little bit of like, you know, but it's still just, you know, that was just something I was doing on the side, you know, but mm-hmm. then my boy Wonder, Hail Mary. What, so, what was the text? Yo. <laughs> That's how it always starts. Yo, so it many great things. Have come, yeah, so many great things have come after the yo. It always starts with a yo. Yeah. It was a yo. And it was a, hey man. Can I send you some songs? Mm. I didn't even, you know, I'm just like, I just have songs. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I just have songs. So, that's it, such an interesting way to navigate. Like, yo, I just got songs, man. That's like, all I, that's all up, I ever man? had, man. Yeah. That's all I ever had my whole life is songs. Mm-hmm. I just make songs and stuff happens. And by the way, I think 0.001% does, yo, can I send you some songs? Ever work. Yeah. And it don't, it, <laughs> yeah. it never, it never works. works. Yeah. But I guess, you know, maybe he liked what he heard when I had met him, you mm-hmm. know. In that one session, you know, that that yeah. did come from Tricky. I can't. And I mean, if, if I Tricky lie. and Dream admire your pen, most producers are going to be yeah. like, all right, what's up with this kid then? Let me, let me hear something. Yeah. I mean, man, it, was, it's, it wasn't all bad, but, you know, I just I just didn't like how, like, they just, I, I really put my, my faith in, in hopes in them, you know what I'm saying? I, and I was young. They knew, they knew I knew what I was doing. Mm. And then even when they, anyway, we'll get to it. But it seems like that's always the part of the story somewhere. Like young, aspiring writers, artists, you know, coming in this industry early, not really knowing the business and the nuances of, you know, how things go. But like you said, bro, I'm out sitting there watching the dream. Bro, the way I got dropped. So I was with, with our situation that I had with Tricky, uh, I guess he brought it over to Epic. And so now I'm signing to Epic, even though I'm not signing to Epic. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not on the website or nothing. I didn't meet nobody. And um, so anyway, I'm in Atlanta. They just let me record. I'm thinking he's just letting me record in the studio because he wants me to get better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he has your publishing, sir. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, man, he really wants he really wants me to he wants know, just to work. sharper, yeah. you know? Mm. And so I'm trying my hardest or whatever. So after, like, several months of that, and then I go out to L.A., and... Um, it was a, a A&R epic. He's done now. Uh, LA fired everybody before, you know what I'm saying? So, but anyway, he was a, a, like a head of A&Rs. He brought me to this session. Long story short, it was someone else's session, but, um, I was working with Mike Will and we were working on a song, like literally like I got my phone out, like working on a song, whatever. And bro came and brought me out. He was like, man, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. He was like, man, I just don't feel like you a star, man. I just don't feel like, and then plus, you know, like you, you know, you. This fucking, is the dream. No, this is the A and R. Oh, okay. That wasn't even with Tricky. Okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm like, bro, can you like just let me do my session? Can you leave? And he was like, oh, so you gonna kick the head of A and R's out your session? And I'm like, well, he's telling you he doesn't think you're a star in the middle. of your- Yeah, bro, in the middle of the shit. <laughs> in the middle like, of the, the fuck shit. You I'm like, about? bro, I'm like, I'm just. Can you go? So anyway, long story short, he, he, he hits Tricky. I'm in here trying to become a star. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> so then Tricky just hits me. He's just like, yo, you're not Red Zone. You're not, 
Epic, you're not nothing. You going back. They sent my shit back. They made me wait like three, four weeks before I could get my car back. That was fucked up, man. Y'all, man, y'all don't know. I was young, man. That hurt, man. That hurt. That but hurt wait, they, okay. So he came to your session and who said. Who the head of a was at Epic at that time? Yeah, like you're I not I don't even star. say that nigga name. But I know his name. Wait. Of course I remember his name. It wasn't Shaw, was it? Huh? Nah, nah, nah. Okay. Nah, nah. God, I was sick. Shaw was head of A&R at Epic. But that's, that just such a, that's just such a... All right, so he, he he didn't think you were a star. You're in the middle of your session. To interrupt your session to tell you, I don't think you're a star. And obviously, you're an artist. You say, yo, listen, I just want to, can you get out of my session? Let me just focus on this. Then he was offended that I asked him to leave the session. Right. And then it you dropped like, after man, that. Some real like ego shit, man. And then you said Tricky called you after that? Yeah, he called me. He called me during this because dude had left and I'm in the session. Then he, Tricky calls me. Then I go out and he's like, you ain't this, you ain't that. Now I'm, I got to walk back in the session. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. That shit was crazy, bro. That's such and an And they thought I was going to be done. And they thought I was going to be done. Mm. So no other context. It's like, yo, you're not a But star. maybe they didn't think I was going to be done because they still have my publishing. So maybe well, it was like, hey. that in, who was, who, Did you have management at the time? I did. Who was your manager, if you don't mind me asking? I don't want to say. Okay. That's fair. Um, So now they, they drop you from... That situation, Epic, even though you say you wasn't on the website, you never met nobody from Epic, really. Well, he met the head of A&R. Well, the head of a and <laughs> she met. So, after that, where's Quentin Miller now? So, now I'm back. And the person that was my manager, I'm like, hey, what are we going to do? And he's like, hey, you should uh, wait and see if Tricky and I'm going to fuck with you again. And I'm like, man, I just, nah, I got to do something else. And then, you know, we kind of parted ways on there. And then I'm just... I'm just working and I'm just, so I, I link up with the, cause during the time with tricking them, I link with Mac from wedding crashers or whatever mm-hmm. to other people. But, uh, so we're just going through Atlanta and we're just performing and shit. But yeah, really the, the boy wonder situation while I'm just performing in Atlanta and just, mm-hmm. you know, getting off work, doing little mixers and shit. Mm-hmm. But that just kind of just. So that's when you and boy wonder started to work. It was like, after I got dropped, like two, three years later, mm-hmm. after I got dropped, where I like sent the text, and then from there it was like, "All right, send me some shit." I sent some shit. Uh, he was like, "Yo," uh, he was working with uh, Obi at the time. Obi O'Brien. Shout out to Obi. I fuck with Obi. Obi was a cool dude. Yeah. He had a he had a record. Yeah, What's did. the name of that joint? What Obi. was it? The song? It was with the girl. It's a, it's a good uh, Tenacha, record. It was was Tanisha. It might have been, yeah. Obi had, Obi had a, a few. He, a he had a joint with Drake that was fire too. Yeah, yeah. Obi, was, I like Obi over. Obi was cool, man. Yeah, he was, he was, he was cool as fuck, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I was working with him first, and then from there, I guess uh, I went back to Atlanta, and they got word it was like send some more. I sent ten bands to Boy Wonder. Mm-hmm. Was that was that a Boy Wonder beat? I believe so, or it's one that okay. wanted to send. So he, so he was just sending you packs of just boy he was just sending me, yeah. Like, okay. like after you know, I guess he liked the songs I sent, and he just starts sending me beats. I'm just, I'm just firing up ideas. So. Mm. Now, what your publishing situation at this point? Because you said you were helping out with the OB shit signed. and all that. So I was still signed. That all has to go through tricky. Anytime you would want to even want to try to put something. But we out. hadn't even got to that mm. part yet. You know what I'm saying? We just like. He knows about it though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it's just like, 
you know, one is a good dude, and he's just like, you know, send me some shit. We'll just see what we can do, you know. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we just we just firing off, and then uh, Tim Bands goes, and he's like, yo, Drake is fucking with Tim Bands, man. He's going crazy over it. I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. I sent Tim Bands to a couple of my friends. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know what a reference track was at this time. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you were just making a record. I was just making songs. Yes. And plus, when he said it, I'm thinking, Drake's going to get on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not leaking. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then later, I, I was sent a clip, and it was Drake saying it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, all right, well. Hey, yeah, whatever. And and at this point, I feel like Drake was hopping on younger artists' shit and giving them looks. That was around that time, right? That, exactly. Even with so even I'm like the Fetty shit, the Migos right. shit, the Maconey shit. To turn like up yeah. he was just like, he about to be in the department store, and they're gonna be like, oh, that's that yeah. Thing. He, you know he was hopping. On, I could totally understand your perspective there, yeah. thinking that that would be a possibility that Drake he would did hop that, on it and help. He did that with the Migos of Versace, right? Didn't that he? was. Did yeah. that? He did with Fetty Wap, yeah. uh, in the Tuesday record. Mm-hmm. There was more they did. He was hopping now, on shit. <laughs> so that was your thought at first. You thought, "Oh shit, I'm about to have a record with I'm about Drake." To be on a song with Drake. I'm okay. about to be lit. Got you. Okay. And how how much of Ten Bands is done at this point? The hook and a verse, or you did a full record? As... What the what the what the leak was? It's gotcha. Literally what it was. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying it was just a so a start a start to a record. Idea. You know what I'm saying yeah. just a startup. Um, and yeah, so then I find out it's not. I was like, okay, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, send more ideas. More ideas start to go. And next thing you know, it's like, I'm flown out. But mm. the funny thing is, the ironic thing, the 10 bands reference that, like I said, I sent to a couple of my friends. One of my homegirls mm-hmm. used the 10 bands reference. She knew canon and drama. Okay. My friend, Quentin, da 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 da. Now they're fucking with us. We come through, me and Wedding Crashers, and, and that was the genuine part. They genuinely fuck with Wedding Crashers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like they weren't like, nah, we just want to fuck with Quinn Miller. Like mm. they 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 was rocking with us. So it's like, if it weren't for that, then that connection wouldn't have happened. So now I'm going out to LA and I'm working with Drake more. I play him Wedding Crashers. Nah, it's he's you know. Mm. Nothing happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. I play him, Quentin Miller. Nothing happens. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But DJ Drama and them fucking with us in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when I come back to Atlanta, mm-hmm. I'm on this. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that was what the dynamic was. Mind you, this has me in a state of euphoria because I'm like, I got dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was over with. Mm-hmm. And now... I'm fucking with the biggest artist in the world mm-hmm. and DJ Drama and Ken, and they fucking with the group yeah. that I was also doing. Right. And the city's fucking with us because we performing off streams and they turning up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you just figured like everything was falling yeah, into yeah. place, things was looking up, things yes, were moving, bro, things was, yes, so you was, you was feeling like, okay, this is this is becoming I'm a thing I'm walking in the department store with OVO Gooses on. They, <laughs> these shit's ain't even came in, out in August they ain't even come out in Atlanta yeah <laughs> niggas that shit ain't even come out yeah, yeah. they like what I, they like they think I'm just a fan or something yeah no mm. I'm tapped uh, in <laughs> I'm tapped in it's 100% polyester yeah yeah um, from the source so when you're out here in LA is there 
talk or focus that, hey, we're working on this album? Or is it just the way some artists just get in the studio and Talk make shit until... Arenas? Yeah. Is there a full idea that, hey, we are focused on oh, making no, I mean, an album now or are we just trying shit? We were definitely focused on the album. Okay. Yeah, we were definitely focused on the album. And at that yeah. point, 10 bands would be the only one that we have yeah. heard or anything that came out at that time. Yeah, so then you fast forward a little more and we get around... Rico time. They got me in the studio in Atlanta, right? Uh, Drake and them, like, just to send ideas. And at this time, Drake's not taking, he's not taking nothing. Like, I'm sending shit and, like, nothing's flying, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm just using the time to make other songs that I, you know, for myself, whatever, you know. If he don't take it, I'll send a few ideas. So you in the studio in L.A.? In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Okay. And I, I believe this was after the album had dropped, you know what I'm saying? Because we were just... We just on a place. We just had a rapport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're he, sending beats f- for you to work on his just, shit. Just, you know, just anything. Mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm sending shit. He's not taking shit. I'm sending shit. He's not taking shit. And I make this one idea, which is Rico. And I'm like, he ain't going to take this shit. Right. Right? So I'm, I pull up because I would go from there to drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would go from that studio, pull up my own uh, generation now, uh, Mean Street or whatever. And um, and me and drama, man, we were tight, man. We used to talk about all kind of shit, just music and just all the time, just texting each other and shit. So I sent him the Rico song. And, you know, just like, hey, man, this is a song I made, whatever. And he was fucking with it. Who did the Rico beat? I don't remember. It was in a pack of beats. Gotcha. But, uh... So then, like a few, like a week later or something, some drama's like, "Yo, you know that song? Meek got on that song," and I'm like, "For real?" He's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Oh, I didn't even know that Drake did the song. I didn't even know he was gonna take the song. You know what I'm saying?" Mm-hmm. But he says Meek got on the song. So then, fast forward, I'm in uh, Mean Street. Drama comes over. Hey, yo, Meek wants you to write some shit for him. I'm like, nah. Like, I'm working. Wait, Meek wants you to write a record for him? He wants me to write a hook or something. He wants me to write for him. Okay. I'm like, I'm good. Why? Why, why did you, didn't you not? I'm with Drake. I don't give a fuck. Okay, that, okay. so in that, during that I, I time, yeah. I was like, I'm OVO. Like, nigga. But, nah, it, but, but at they that time, they had, good, they had a good relationship. They weren't beefing. So but I just... I don't know. I just felt like, mm, nah. You feel like I'm with Drake. Drake I was is already with me. on. Like, I'm I got just, the OVO gooses on. Like, I'm, I'm chilling. Y'all niggas ain't sent me a Dream I'm Chaser okay, hat. I'm okay t-shirt. With the way, I ain't got a Dream Chaser hat. Like, I'm not I'm fucking okay with that. I'm okay with the way that life is taking me right now. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, yeah. Got, I got the Wedding Crasher shit going on. Yeah. I know Quinn Miller shit is going to do its thing right. at, at its own point. And I got this going on over here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was just something about the energy for real. Like, something about the energy of it. Just At just that point, did you have a meet? Uh, meet, meet? No. At this point, I hadn't met meet. So... I, they asked me, I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. I think I'm going to just... Was that the first time you'd ever been asked to write outside of the Drake shit and your shit? Mm-hmm. Okay. And did, did that cross your mind? At this time, nobody knew. But okay. because of the song, I'm sure knowledge people yeah, were aware Yeah, sure people were talking. And um, so then some time goes on. I'm in the studio. Uh, oh, I come to Mean Street. It's drama standing next to Meek and Nikki. 
And like I'm not standing there, they're like, so that's the guy? Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. So then drama, man, me and Mac, we was living at Mean Street, man. We made so many songs. Mm -hmm. Drama picks the most Drake-sounding song of mine. Mm -hmm. Takes Mac's verse off. Mac Miller. Mac, no, no Max, uh, uh, the coolest Mac oh, okay. from Wedding Crashers. The group I thought you said Mac. Um, and he plays that, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah." Then afterwards, is that just, record out? Huh? Is that record no, out? No, no, it's not out. It's okay. not out. And um, so then after they play that, you know, we sit there for a second, and then Nikki's like, "I need the room. I need people to leave the room." So then everybody leaves the room. Mm. So then, a few days or whatever after that, I get approached again. Uh, Meek's on the other side of the building now. They're like, yo, Meek, Meek say he got, I'm not going to say how much, he got some racks for you. Mm. I'm like, cash, ah. so you don't have to tell Tricky. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> He's like, he got the racks for you. I'm like, nah, man. So now at this point, you turn Meek down twice. This is the second time. Okay. After is he aware this, you turned him down the first time? Huh? Is he aware you turned him down the first time? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because this time, he offered with cash. Yep, gotcha. Mm -hmm. And I said, nah. So then after that, I remember leaving the studio. I get a phone call from Drama and he's livid. He's like, how are you not going to do these ideas for me? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah, man, I just, I just don't need to do it. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like a thing. So now I remember hitting Drake and I'm like, yo, this is kind of weird. I explained the whole thing. So really when bro called it out, it wasn't like we was 100% unaware because it was some weird shit already happening here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm. The And then, of course, then Know Yourself, that leak came from drama and them, too. Mm -hmm. uh, we in the studio one night. And he, it's a bunch of people there. And drama's like, yo, man, play one of them shits, man. Play one of them shits. And I'm like, man, nah, man, nah, man. He's like, nah, 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 play one of them shits, bro. You good, you good. I play it. He's like, play it one more time, play it one more time, play it one more time. If you listen to the Know Yourself reference, it's you hear people in the background yeah, talking. Like, sure. It sounds like a, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like a recording. Someone's recording. Yeah. You know recording, what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, so, that's what I was going to ask, because there was the rumor that you sent those references to drama and all that. But I remember hearing it like, no, it sounds like somebody recorded this nah, in the only studio. One, only reference I know for a fact I sent to drama was Rico. But okay. that, but wasn't sending that even in itself... I, I didn't even think Drake was gonna take it. Yeah. Like he just he, I was just missing. Like right. everything I was shooting was just not. Like, it wasn't hit. You know yeah, right. so I was just like, ah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, but yeah, like then that was just the one, the one that I just so having to send over, and then it was just like downhill from there. I just think the crazy thing, you know, even from watching Drama's interview with y'all, is just like, man. First off, all right, even that video that I did. What 2019 when I was just like, man, I regret. Cause I still believed what drama was telling me when he was like, it wasn't me. We didn't do that shit. We didn't mm. do that shit. So I'm like, damn, I burnt my relationship with DJ Drama and him mm -hmm. for this shit. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Only to hear him go on drink champs and say it was him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then he go on y'all show and he's like, and everybody was pointing the finger at me. Mm. But it was you. It was actually you. It was well, he, you. He took some accountability, I feel like, in our, our conversation. Yeah, he, he took up accountability. He said that everybody had a role. He said that there was a lot of other people that had a role in the whole shit. And then he also tried to like, I just didn't like how he like past tensed me, like, man, it just didn't work out for Quentin. 
and you know I'm in a great place and Drake's in a great place. Both of you guys are in great places. It don't have to be that way, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know it. It is what it is. If that's what he wants, but I just felt like it's a little, it's a little disingenuous. And it's just, it's a little. It just stinks. It's a little fucked up. You feel? You feel like you got the, the 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 raw end of the deal, and you. I feel like I got the raw end of the deal, and they all know it, and they're like, "Oh man, <laughs> so yeah. so sorry." Uh, yeah. I'm like, "What I'm okay on my ear though." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we can make it right if you want to make right, it right. 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 You know, like. Did you once the leak happens with with know yourself? Or was it Rico? Which which leak happened first? Uh, I think Know Yourself was the first one, if I remember correctly. I feel like they all kind of came out at like the same time. First, first Meeks said my name on Twitter. I remember, and then with no context either, just he wrote your yeah, your government name. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just that. And then uh, I can't remember the order of the leaks, but I remember Funkmaster Flex running them back a bunch of times. I feel like Flex said he had them, and then. Didn't. I remember right. waiting by the radio for like two hours and Flex claimed he had them and then they never they were never played. And then mm-hmm. I think on the meek response to back to back was when we finally heard everything. Yeah. But but where's your where's your relationship with everybody while this entire mess is happening? And where's your business at with OVO? Because you're turning down money from Meek to, to the loyalty to the camp you're with. Is your business straight with Drake at that point? Man, I mean, listen, and I'm I'm man. sure there's obviously writing credits and publishing that you got Listen, on it but man. i walked out of i i turned away from a lot of situations for that i i really i really beanie siegel myself for that, for that you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. and you know it is what it is but our relationship is just weird i don't i don't know where we stand i feel like it's like a level of resentment towards me like i remember when everything was going down and he hit me and he was like, yo, bro, they're giving you credit for songs that I worked hours on and I da da da. I'm like, bro, I don't I don't want this shit. Yeah. Like, I'm cool with the fault. songs that I did, like with the songs that I have did, like I'm cool with that credit. Like I don't I looked up to this man before I even came into the situation. So it's like, you know, to hear it was like at one point, he's telling me. Yo, you know, if it weren't for you, we wouldn't even be able to finish this album. I appreciate you, da da da. And then you going on interviews and you're like, you know, Quentin, you know, he's this kid, you know, he had, he had ideas, they weren't great ideas, but you know, da, da, da. it's like, damn, bro, like y'all intentionally like shedding, you know, you guys are very influential, mm-hmm. and we know this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can make anybody hot, you know what I'm saying? You can make anybody not hot, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's just a matter of things, you know, and I just felt like. That was strange. And then the fact that, like, he was able to, I don't know, not even just him, because I have a relationship with drama, too. So it's like all of them, like, so all y'all are good with each other now. But nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the the center of the whole shit, you know Mm. what I'm saying? But with Meek, everybody's like, oh, man, Meek owes you an apology. Like, bro, I never had a conversation with Meek, so I don't even... I don't even have any expectations from bro. Like I don't. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Like, but you art. did have expectations from Drake and Drama. Yeah, I have. I have relationships with these dudes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I had. I worked with these guys, and um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like 
that whole thing was strange, but. Did you feel blackballed at that time or was there labels reaching out or did it? That's heads of that's A&Rs another, that actually said maybe you could be a star now. Because it's just like, you know, I'm, man, I'm thinking like the phone is just about to just ring I, off the hook. Think I'm the thinking, thing. you know, anytime anybody's involved with one song with this guy. <laughs> Word. It's like everything, you know, and it's just like, it just wasn't like that. It's just like, it just didn't, it just didn't happen. It was like, it was strange. I don't want to insinuate anything, but did anything cross your mind on why? Because I would think the same thing. And being credited I mean, for, for huge records by the biggest artists in the world, I would think my phone would start fucking ringing. Exactly, a multitude of of things, you know, went by my mind, you know. And then, like the fucked up part of it all was, I was in a publishing deal, mm-hmm. so I couldn't even really capitalize on those songs. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying anybody that wasn't in a publishing deal and you get songs like that, you know, your life has changed, you know. But it. It's just like I just been under the table. Like I've been in the back door. Mm. I came in the game in the back door, and like I just been under the table this whole time. Like, so where's the where's the? Did you ever have a conversation with Drake after, like all of this shit happened? Did you explain the situation? Like, yo, I didn't, you know, I didn't think you were gonna get on this record. That's the only reason I ever even played it for somebody. Or did you even have that conversation with him? I ain't gonna lie, man. I mean, that conversation, that wasn't even an option. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it was just like, panic, panic. What should I do? Want me to say something? I'll say something. Mm-hmm. All right. After I say something, then it was less talking. Then after the fucking Meek Nike store situation, then it was like even less talking. And I'm like, bro, literally, the man said, Get on the camera and say you was lying. You wrote that shit, and I said nah. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I took that shit. So that's what. So that's what they wanted you to do. They wanted you to basically put that out there that yo, yeah, Drake is lying. I wrote the record. Yeah, yeah. And you okay, refused so, to do that. So with that situation, <laughs> it's so crazy, bro. That day was insane. So, I'm. Um, about to go to Hit Boy's house, but before I go, I'm like, I'm gonna just stop at the Nike store. I go to the Nike store. It was on Wilshire at the time. I get out the Uber. Paparazzi is across the street. It's just a bunch of paparazzi. I'm like, oh shit, who is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me and Meek lock eyes. I'm like, oh, of course. I just turn. I just turn. Yeah. I just go in the store. Mm-hmm. I just go in the store. I, as I'm turning, like, I saw, like, one of them, like, waving, like, yo, yo. I just keep going. They come into the store. They, they you know, hey, yo, man, what's up, man? You know, he, he says all his shit, like, you're making me look crazy, whatever. And I'm like, bro, like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yo, I could tell you ain't on no street shit. So I ain't going to do nothing. And then I'm like, all right. And he just does, like, a quick turnaround. Like a, there's like one of those, mm-hmm. and he he dips. So I'm thinking we good, and um, and then his man's came back in with the camera. I found out, and I don't know how true this is, but I'm I found out that that was a Nicki Minaj call, and if that's the case, Nicki Nick, then Nicki sent the camera do the no, camera in the store. That when they when they evaluate when Meek evaluated you not a street dude you not on that street shit and they dip. I heard when they went back to the car, 
Mm-hmm. It was Nikki that was like, nah, run that. Listen, bro. I'm a Nikki fan, bro. I always was a Nikki fan. My daughter's a Nikki fan. I'm the president of the Barbs, but that was yeah. fucked up, man. That was fucked up. But man. do you know it's for a fact though, or is this? If that was the case, because mm-hmm. let's not put that on Nikki. If yeah, that wasn't, I don't put that on her jacket. If that was right. a fact, yeah. Remember, drama was like Nikki did something wrong, mm. but drama wasn't there either. What was he talking about? I don't know. I wasn't there, but I hope that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. If that was the case. But either way, I put it on me. Either way, you I think know, it was but, corny that that entire thing happened to be. But honest still, with you. but finding that out that hurt even more because it was like, damn, I never even, I never even had a conversation with this lady. Like, mm. why, why she do that? You mm. know. But I get it. Yeah. So anyway, from there, then afterwards, then I I pull up the hit boy. I got the fucking busted lip. Travis Scott pulls up. I'm like, damn, I had to do- Wait, 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 wait. This yes. is like- it's a, I had to do the session with Travis Scott. Quinn, Quinn, hold on, hold on, bro. I love you, but hold on. We got- It's a lot going on right now. So you go to get some Nikes. He just went to get some Uptown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you go to get some Nikes. You see Meek. The paparazzi is there. Nikki's in the car. You in the store. Have a conversation with Meek. Uh, his man comes back in with the camera. You say you're not doing it. That's when his- his homeboy stole off, stole off on you, swings on you. Pre-purchase or post-purchase? Oh, pre. Wait, so, so you, you bought sneakers after you got after you got into it. a fight? I don't think I bought anything after that. Okay. I'm about to say you a different just, type of nigga. I would have respected if you <laughs> just took it on the chin and was if like, if you was yeah, to go so, through all that so and be like, yo, yeah, let me get those in the 11 and you <laughs> leaking, you yeah. an alien, my nigga. You a different type of nigga. But I just left. So then you go to Hit Boy Studio. Then I go to Hit Boy Studio, thinking this is gonna be a regular day at Hit Boys. Yeah, you can have that conversation with Hit, tell him what just happened. And fucking Travis Scott pulls up. <laughs> Travis pulls up, and I got the fucking busted lip. And I'm, and come on, man, <laughs> this is what y'all did to me. I ain't. I'm just trying to make would, my name. It would be out such. Here. It would be such a curb your enthusiasm moment if the episode <laughs> ended with Travis going up to Quinn and say, "I'd like for you to write something <laughs> for me." <laughs> Insert curb music right here. <laughs> hey, oh hey, I heard God. you're a writer. Damn, Quinn, this is a hell of a day. All right, so now you're at the studio with Hit Boy and Travis. Busted lip. Are you telling the story in front of Travis as well? Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, everybody's okay. here. Like, mm. Everybody knows the story, you know. So uh-huh. they're like, "Yeah, what happened?" Yeah, and so, but that was kept under wraps. I feel like I didn't hear about that until you told the that story, fucking Vlad shit. That shit caught me off guard because, yeah. So, man, I ain't even. I feel like Tax said it on Vlad. We might have yeah, been the first time. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. They reached out to my man Cam, and we just so happened to be in New York, and so you know it got set up. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, what I'm saying I'll go. Man, listen, bro, I was. I was dressing corny. I was I was goofy back then, but <laughs> we we all had our moments. Bro. It's okay. We, we all had our moments. moments. It's all good. You know, it's it's true. It's true. But yeah, man, I was caught. I was caught off guard. Like when he showed me that clip and it said that in my mind, I'm thinking, damn, are niggas talking about it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if niggas is talking about it. I need to own it. You sure. know what I'm saying? I'm I like, thought you handled it great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, I can't. I don't want to cap it and let niggas. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I just need to own it, you know? So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that was that was strange. And that whole shed blood in the Nike store thing, Nike never gave me a check. I really thought that I was going to get something. No, let, let me tell you, they owe you a check for the day you had in their store. Listen, man, they owe you a check <laughs> for a lot more than that. <laughs> yeah. Nike was not cutting it. <laughs> the commercial was, hey, come to the Nike town and get smacked by, by Nikki. <laughs> I'm sorry, we I'm definitely sorry. introduced the tech fleece to Metro Atlanta for sure. They, they come on. Mm. So that situation happens. 
Okay. Um, and still, there's no communication with Drake at all, ever again. Like, it's just, like, completely radio silence. Do you reach out? Do you text him? Do you call him? Do you try to, you know, get in touch with him through a third party? Or you just like, yo, he's just obviously not it just, fucking with it me. Just turned, it just turned. It just turned from, like, you know, we talk to we don't. Mm. Oh, I, that's really mm-hmm. all it all it is is like all right, and so we've linked we've linked after a while or whatever and we've talked and shit since but you, not, you know you know how you talk but you don't say nothing it's just a bunch of filler small talk shit like yeah, how you been yeah, yeah. like we've done that like we've seen each other and you know but but i mean do you i just don't i don't know let's do you blame him and not to say you did anything wrong in that regard and, or what the expectations should have been from Drake. I do feel like that's a possible asterisk from some fans and you just represent part of that and he wants to get far the fuck away from it. It's maybe not a personal thing. It's that situation. He's just trying to get far the fuck away from it. So even having a relationship with you still makes him attached to a moment that he may cool, think but, is... But my thing is, you're cool with me and you're cool with trauma. Mm, you're but, cool with people who actually intended on killing you. Okay, but that... Right. Perception wise can close the chapter on that asterisk. Cause we don't look at it as crazy now because he's friends with Meek again. And I think he I, did, I think he crazy. did it for perception reasons. Of course they probably do have some type of personal relationship. But I think he did that as a hey, I won that battle. I'm now gonna be friends with him and we can close it and all the ghostwriting shit can go out of the way because we're not beefing anymore. I do, like no one brings I do that feel shit like closing that and like you know getting a bunch of projects in between it and stuff. I do feel like getting as far away from that conversation as possible is definitely has been a mission of his. You know, because um, if, if I see Drake and even and like when I'm brought up like in interviews, like he changes the subject really really fast. Like like yeah, he'll answer it and, and with his answer he 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 switches it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I get it. You know, it's like a go away type of thing. He's a brand to protect. You know? But I feel like when we look at Drake and Meek, we don't think of ghostwriting. But if I were to see you and Drake next to each other, it probably would cross my mind again. That's I'm just trying to think from Drake's perspective of how it may not be a personal thing and more of a but when brand protecting out, type of thing. I honestly feel like it, it was just handled bad. I feel like if you would have just owned, owned up to it, if you would have just been like, yeah, I, I work with Quentin. Like, this is a cool dude. Or, I don't, maybe you don't think I'm cool. This, this this dude from Atlanta, you know, like he has some cool ideas, you know, like I feel like it would have been, but we never seen anything like it. Like all, none of us, you know, mm-hmm. so I never seen nothing like it. They never seen nothing like it. I feel like the music game and the internet in general learned a lot about viral moments and shit mm-hmm. from, yeah. from my situation. I, I feel like rappers can freely have writers now. Yeah, free yeah. of scandal because of that situation. That's whole when that when that news dropped when we got the news that uh, Drake, you know these records and got the references and I remember how it shook like me and my homies because it was kind of like wait so bro he not writing this shit but then as you think about it you're like but he's written for other people so he writes so we kind of we didn't really like pay that too much energy because it was like all right we know how this goes he got some some young energy in the studio with him. Drake is not in the streets no more. He doesn't. What's the new slang? He needs to keep that type of energy around him. How a dude's talking, you know. What's the new energy? The new cadences, like the new flows. But as far as like Drake not writing his shit, because I think that was the thing that 
it was trying to look like, yo, he doesn't write. And it was like, we had to stop for a minute, like, wait, all of these records that we love, he's not writing these shits. Then as you get them up, he's like, but wait, he wrote this record for this artist. He wrote for this person. So clearly Drake is a writer. So to me, that shit kind of blew over because after a while, people just was like, yo, fam, he's written for other artists. Of course he writes his own yeah. shit. He mm-hmm. writes for other people. It's like, I mean, I came into the situation a fan of Drake already. Like, I was telling him about songs that he had that inspired me. So mm-hmm. it was never a time where I'm trying to take credit for this nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but I get it, you know, the whole internet because, you know. But I do remember you making it clear, like, when you came in the studio, that album, that project was like 85, 90% done already. Yeah. When you came around yeah, the studio. Yeah, like a, a majority of the project was was definitely done for sure, at least from what. Mm-hmm. Well, we know how the fans felt, or at least like the rap nerd fans about the. How did you feel? Did you think, oh, maybe I'm not the first person that's been here contributing what, this what? amount of lyrics before to Drake's rap songs? Because I think most of us didn't assume that, like, just hold on, we're coming home was all just Drake's pen. Mm-hmm. And some of the more poppy R&B songs, I assumed he probably had help, as does almost every single person. Period. When it comes to that genre, mm-hmm. I mean, how did you feel for the rap stuff of like, hmm? Hmm, this is his like fourth, fifth album. You know, it was interesting, but at the same time, you know, I know, you know, the greats work and collaborate, you know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. Kanye yeah. West has a laundry list of collaborators on yeah. all of his albums, you know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's still a, to be able to, to hear what goes and know where to put it and stuff is is still an incredible thing mm-hmm. and and be able to t- to deliver it man i was just so happy and appreciative of the situation like i wasn't even it wasn't none of that mm-hmm. i wanted to help i just wanted to help as much as i can like mm-hmm. you know like and you was trying to get your name out there you trying to get your shit off trying to get your art your skill out there my like, man and just get some Cortezes and Nike Nike Town and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just and just and just yeah. prove just prove myself right, man. Like when mm-hmm. that when that album when when if you're reading this dropped, it was just like, man, I remember it just hitting my dad, like, dang, like I touched something that I did something that touched the world. Like Yeah. You know, like it was an opportunity for me, you know, it was big. And I'm like, man, I, I just wanna see this shit keep going. And it was like the best dream of your life turned into a a scary ass nightmare. Where did that where put just you? Like trying to hold the pieces together, you know. Where where that put you mentally? Like once the dust settled and like things calmed down a bit, and it, it did go from what was probably the greatest moment in your career at the time to now, what the fuck? <laughs> this is now the bane of my existence, and I have to once again reroute. Um, did it feel like when you got dropped and had to? pivot and figure something else out or was it just a, a shitty feeling was it a it felt like when i got dropped again um it felt like damn i gotta i gotta figure some shit out again but then then i lose my leg in 2016 and so then now it's just like two mountains mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like and i gotta spend so much like really damn near the whole 2016 i'm just like trying to walk again yeah you know um so yeah it was what are your spirits like at that moment like as far as mentally how you feeling i'm sure depression was a thing yeah man because i just wanted to get back up you know i had a little bit of momentum on my name mm-hmm. you know like if i was gonna do anything with it mm-hmm. i needed to do it then you know right. and so it was just like 
a very, very inconvenient time. And then stuff like that makes you psychologically timid and, you know, makes you, you know, I realize, you know, some changes in myself that, you know, might have come from just a combination of everything happening at the same time, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to get back up and just get back, like, and just show. A big part of this, of, of me wanting to sit down and kick it with you was, you know, for the fact that I recognize, number one, the talent. But then I also recognize that you're just like a humble person and you non-confrontational. You don't want to come across like you're trying to cause any issues, any problems. You just want to do what you do, create, you know, have fun, put shit out there and, you know, just enjoy your art being accepted and appreciated. But out of that whole situation, what do you look back on and say, this is what I should have did differently? I shouldn't have did this. I should have did that. Um, I mean, I guess sending references, yeah, that would that would be because that that's really what it was. Yeah, because the, the word of mouth is the word of mouth, but right. it was mm. it was the actual references. But I ain't, you know, I ain't know what the fuck references was. Like I said, the ten bands thing that was before I even knew what the situation was. Mm-hmm. And you know, but, I, I could never blame somebody for working with Drake and not wanting to play that shit. For their friends, <laughs> like bro, I'm like it's like the very beginning, you know. And then, you know, with everything else, it's just like I don't know. Everything just happened the way it happened, but you know, it definitely wasn't no what what the fuck sense does it make for me to be like I'm trying to leave some references out, like hey y'all, I'm Drake. Like no, I'm still trying to get put on. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get more songs with this man. I'm trying to get songs with other people. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to do stuff with other people, and yeah. Did that that turn you off to the possibility of being an artist, but also being a writer? Like the way we saw Frank Ocean, where he was still writing for people, yet became his own artist between Man, the Lottie Brown and Frank doing Ocean the, type of thing. I've been still writing for people mm-hmm. ever since. You know, I I don't work with Nas, Big Sean, Jeezy, mm-hmm. a bunch of other people, Jeremiah, Ty Dolla Sign, like a bunch of other people. Um, you know, I never really wanted to be a writer, mm. and you know, I, I, it's a it's an interesting sport. You know, I, I think I have more of a a passion to to just be creative. You know, what I'm saying I, with what I feel. Sometimes, especially you know, in today's time where they want certain type of songs and stuff, you know, everybody's not you know that type of song maker. You know, some people. Some people will make, not to sound corny, but, you know, make songs from their heart, I guess, or mm. what they feel, you know? So, uh, yeah, man, I'm, it's 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 an industry. Money Long really hit it right on the head, too. Also, just the feeling of being a writer, because it's, it's really like, like, you're just the help. You're just the replaceable help that, you know... Come when it's time to work, when it's time to celebrate. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you know? Everybody gets paid, but you, you know, it, it, you in your publishing check. That shit don't come to like a year or some change later, mm-hmm. depending on your situation. You know, it's a thankless job. Yeah, it's a thankless job. It's hours, 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 and no paid job. 
So tricky. How much? How how well is tricky eating off of that? Pole? Unless no no no. Okay, so now it's different if you got the hits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you know, it's a little more difficult if you just like album placing and stuff like that. If you you know, if you get them top forty hits, top twenty hits, shit like that. You know. Yeah. Uh, then. But but on the way to get there, you're gonna get fucked out of publishing. You can write a whole record and not get the publishing you man, deserve because just, the bigger artists come with that standard to, that I'm taking this amount yeah, on the back man, end, they no try matter to what play you do. All the time, I mm-hmm. you I write the hook and the verse and all the shit. And you want to give me five percent, ten percent? Why, bro? You know the situation, man. Oh my god, man! This business, man. What um? <laughs> just between <laughs> your feelings. <laughs> Between the, the entire career side of everything that happened, um, the accident, what, what was it like being a parent through that entire thing? It's like living three lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like living three lives, man. Because, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's like it's different hats. It's different different zones, different modes. And I was like balancing that. You know, going to work, the dad thing, going downtown to, to try to be a rapper, you know, just pretty much, it's just a balanced thing, you know. Mm. It's tough, but, you know, you got to do what what's you got to do. What's the, when you see people, uh, you know, playing your records that you worked on and your lyrics, and they don't really either recognize you or know you, you could be in a club, in a room, and people going off to your lyrics, like, what does that do to your psyche as far as, like, in a writing an artist? Like, how does that affect you? Like, people are in love with your words and, and, and your, your lyrics and melodies that you put, you created, but they don't know who you are. I think it would... I think it would mean more if it made me rich. But it didn't change my life because I was in a situation. So mm-hmm. it was like, I just got clout. Mm-hmm. I just, you know what I'm saying? I got a... I got clout. I can walk into rooms with legendary artists and they know me and respect me and they'll hear me out and they'll listen to my ideas. You know what I'm saying? But then that, when we go out to the parking lot and the cars are different. Mm. Or the jeweler walk in the room and I get a little more quiet. I mean, <laughs> jeweler don't know That's you. All. <laughs> So it's like, man, uh, you yeah. know, this is great. This clout is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. People say, oh, that. man, you're a legend. You're yeah, a legend. Yeah, I need that oh, bread. Oh. Yeah, I need that like, check. Yeah, but, you know, you want that life-changing opportunity. <clears throat> and, um, you know, the politics of of the business, that's where I feel like uh, sometimes the homeschool thing might have put me at a disadvantage. How mm. so? It's interesting. Because Socially? Yeah, because of the business is very social business. People playing. It's the, it's the lunchroom. Game of Thrones. Yes, it's the lunchroom, cafeteria. Yeah. Cool I, table. You know, I did go half a semester. I begged my mom and I went to South Gwinnett. It was Lou Will's senior year. Lou Will, what it do? <laughs> Shout out to Lou Will, legend. Oh, nah. But yeah, nah, I, I, you know, who knows, man. But. Well, what was that semester like? It was lit. Yeah. <laughs> did you feel socially awkward or like? Um, Would you imagine yeah, 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 yeah. It was like it was like it was like jumping on a treadmill on high speed. Mm. Yeah, because it was like my sophomore year, so it was like it was just going, going, going. I'm like, I'm just trying to focus on getting my first girlfriend. I got my first 
dance. I went to a homecoming dance. Mm-hmm. I passed up on an opportunity. I know it in hindsight, but I was young. I didn't know. This girl, I got a dance from her. Mm-hmm. She was like, hey, let's go. And I'm like, why? Girls are dancing in here. Yeah, that's the homeschool shit, man. That's that homeschool shit. That's how green I But then, even if you're not homeschooled, when you're that young and that type of shit hasn't happened to you, man, yo, you don't pick up on social man, certain shit from really women like, oh, the, she wants I to was fuck me. About the twerk, man. Yeah, yeah. It just I was like, girls just everywhere. Grab. Yeah, and they <laughs> just they just go, just dancing. Yeah, yeah, man. So that's that's the mentality that I was coming from. But I could rap, right? Like I'm nice. I could rap though. I had a lot of time to hone my skills and that shit. It took me places. Well, speaking of, okay. of 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 rapping, um, one of my favorite joints uh, you did was the uh, "In the Hills" with Half a Mill. That record, um, whole project is yeah. Why don't we get more of that? Like, why is that such a like a snapshot of a moment? Like, oh, we give them that, and then we just disappear. Like. You mean the the half a mil joints? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a matter of just all of us actually getting in the room, you know. That's I'm with that one. Like where Hit Boy is now, right, in his career, his life, um, where you are, and then with Dom. Like I think that that's something that is very unique, very special, and something that we need more of. Because it's just dope sure. shit that comes out of that. You know nah, what I mean? Nah, Hit, I mean... That's that's my brother, man. It's like through it all, it's weird. It's like through all the bullshit and everything happened and people stopped fucking with me. It was Boy Wonder, Hit Boy, and Jeremiah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. them three just kept fucking with me and just kept me in the game. And they don't know how important it was because I I needed that validation that I was playing the sport on that level. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have nobody else that was giving me that reminder, you know, so those relationships and just them just valuing my opinion and, and having me come through and keep working, like, that shit was big, man. Dom Kennedy, he's like the 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 cool guy in, in school, and I'm like the the nerd, you know what I'm saying? So that, just, nobody know, <laughs> that nobody know could really get off like that, though. It's so crazy, but, you know, we, like, we went together and, uh, like, it's, it's, it's fire every time. It's classic every time. Hit, I mean, outside of the obvious talent, I'm sure Hit just probably identified because he went through a lot of ups and downs behind mm-hmm. the scenes with his career too. Yeah, yeah of yeah, course, he's for sure. arguably the num- number one producer now. But there was a time after Watch the Throne where the industry could have said, "Yo, it's, it's over for Hit. Like mm-hmm. this isn't sure. really." And he was getting blackballed to some degree in other places, weird publishing shit. Hit so boy, it's, it's it's nice that when you see people that go through bullshit in the industry, don't think. Oh, everyone else should go through that. They'd rather help and make Facts. sure people don't have to go through the same bullshit they right. did. <laughs> then, yeah, man. Because I mean, most he told me he told me that he's you know he related with my situation a little bit, you know. But man, watching that man ascend over these years has been crazy, man. He's like Mamba mentality and a producer. Like I ain't never seen nobody that just just works so hard, like. He's constantly making beats, like mm. constantly, like it. He don't ever get tired of it, you know. I don't know. It's the focus level. The focus level is inspiring. Mm. He gonna hit that studio the next day. He might turn up the night, but the next yeah, he day the he's in there early, mm-hmm. like super early, cooking. 
How many joints do you and uh, Cardo have together? Man, Cardo. So we did it. He did a whole project with Wedding Crashers. This was after the the Drake thing. I'm talking about like, man, me, Mac, and Cardo sleeping in the same hotel room, like mm-hmm. going to the studio every day, working on this shit. And it was so crazy because as soon as it dropped, like a few weeks after, he just he just stopped, stopped contacting us. He just stopped responding. I, it was weird. No, stop supporting the project. Stop responding. Wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to insinuate anything again, but do you have an idea of why? He just stopped. Do you think somebody told him to do that or asked him to do that? I have a lot of thoughts, Rory. I have some theories, too. I have a lot of thoughts. But they're thoughts that I can't say because then I look like a conspiracy theorist. So I'm not going to do I that. Know as much but conspiracy. I have thoughts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now nah, I don't know. That was interesting because it was love, man. And it's it's still love. Like I, f- I fuck with Cardo. I haven't. I ain't. Phenomenal producer. Really good producer. Yeah. He's an incredible producer. Mm-hmm. God's playing. That's like, that's just incredible. Um, The, well, I don't want to call it a single, but Love Yourself um, with Nick Grant that you have out now. Probably a month now. It's probably mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Nick and Grant. I, amazing. Uh, Love the record. But I've noticed you've been putting up like, like minute, minute 30 joints that are way more melodic even than some of the raps that you have and almost like damn near acoustic <laughs> guitar singing or just simple keys and singing. Is that a, a specific direction you're trying to go in between the rap stuff or where, where is the Quentin Miller, I guess, creative process at now and what you want to be represented as an artist? Right now it's just like really just, just again with the cheesy lines, was just going with my heart, you know, like, cause I'm inspired by all kinds of shit. I'm inspired by all kinds of music. Kanye's like my number one artist of all time, you know? So, you know, uh, and especially with my time with Tricky and them at Red Zone, like, I just learned so much about melody and shit. And I was forced to make beats because it was a time when people weren't giving me beats. Mm. So sometimes I just like, I still like cook the beat up or whatever. And I just, I just like to express myself creatively however I can. Um, Yeah. So where are you at now as far as like projects or putting out more music? Yeah, I got, I got visuals. I got more singles coming out this year. Um, Definitely. Definitely dropping a bunch more singles. Uh, project, if if I if anything, I'm looking towards top of the year for a project. But um, just more singles, just more music, man. I'm still out here. Uh, y'all just tap in, man. It's just it's, it's more singles coming. When is the last time Quentin Miller was like happy? Uh, <laughs> man, yeah. like honestly, just happy. Mm. I don't know because I, I, it's like my head's been down. I've been like trying to get to a point, like just head down, grinding. Like, I guess I'm like basing happiness on like a place, you mm. know? It's like, okay, when I get to this place, then, you know. But, you know, till then. Do you think the accident put things in perspective at all and, like, what 
matters because you know after all that shit happened and it was all public bullshit and like did that kind of make you realize what was important in life yeah but it also it made me realize what was important in life but then the the months of just sitting in a bed just made you want to just run mm -hmm. like it just makes you just you know when you're just watching life go by on your phone while you're just laying in one spot that shit that shit was uh it just makes you say fuck all that shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. i'm trying to get in the streets i'm trying to get up <laughs> do you, what do you think it, it helped creatively or or kind of dampened your spirit a little bit at the at the moment i feel like if anything damaged my spirit it was the combination of that mm -hmm. with you know i don't know i've had a hard road in this music sure business if you know from beginning to end you know so i guess it just like it was like damn man i gotta i gotta pull a rabbit out the hat again like mm. i gotta like make something out of nothing again i already was getting money under the table you know what i'm saying to and i'm doing shit that's everywhere that's all over the world this is shit that's supposed to change my life now my life changed the situation is gone and i was just like damn gotta figure that shit out again like it was just i mean but as ex exhausting as that i know it must be you do have to applaud yourself for the amount of times that you've had to reinvent pivot change and still continue the fuck on like i think and i would applaud dope. that type of shit right like that's incredible to every it's not easy to navigate through those obstacles. Like you have some of the biggest obstacles to most people get maneuver around and get dropped and yeah. never hear from them again. Yeah. Get into a insane public thing in the history of hip hop with the biggest artist ever. Still continue on. Have a terrible accident. Still continue on. Like I Thank bro, you. applaud your fucking self. Thank like you, yeah. you found a way every single you gotta time. Gotta give yourself a lot of credit. I know in the, in the moment that probably feels really shitty. Like, dog, why do I have to keep doing this shit? Yeah. Like, this is really taking a toll. But yeah. you do have to also look at it as no matter what, I'm gonna find that, a fucking way. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I feel like, man, you know, I'm still I'm still here for a reason, and you know, these doors kept opening for a reason. So, you know, just mm. gotta stay at it. Who do you credit most with the inspiration for like your, your style? Of writing and flow, uh, Jay Z, Kanye West, um, and Atlanta. Mm. Just like all, like because I grew up, you know. So just all the phases, you know. I remember, I remember specifically like when I got, like I, I used to be super, super. Like I said, Jay Z watched the throne, like you know, just perfect rap. Mm -hmm. And then I remember like seeing how the Gucci's and the black boy, white boy swag and just all that shit that was going on in Atlanta, how it would make girls react. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. I'd be like, hold up, nah, 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 I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it was just anytime when I would get too technical with the rap shit, then I would tap into Atlanta and it would remind me of Flavor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. yeah, just Atlanta. And then those two, and then obviously, you know, Drake. Drake was a a huge, mm. a huge part too. Mm. Yeah, I mean, take I think... care was a 
I listen to that a lot. He's done pretty well for himself out here. He's done some. He's done some cool things. He's done some. He's done some cool things. Yeah. Man. You got uh, that video that hops in, and we can clean this part up. But I do want him to see that. Yeah. So my brother Hip Hop sends me a video. <laughs> Hip Hop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the Nike. We were wearing Nike all the time. That was our thing. Mm. <laughs> I got it. I'm you know, you know what's ironic? No, those, are, those are good times. That was the same week that Dreams Worth More Than Money came out. Is that why Hot probably sent that date? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm a... I'm a part of that album. Mm. <laughs> we know now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Outside of just fucking music and and business shit and that, like, what's what's your hobbies? What's an average day with Quentin yeah. outside of music? Yeah, because we gotta kick, we gotta hang out away from this shit. Yeah. Like once we turn all this shit off, like I gotta really see what the fuck Quentin be getting. What the fuck you be doing, man? Man, my hobbies. That's the thing, though. Cause my job ain't like a job, right? Yeah. So it's like, even on a hobby day, you know, making songs. But you know, I, I don't know. I'm I'm a music head, man. I'm, yeah. I'm like y'all. I'm yeah. your time in the crib in the I'm, studio. I'm tapped in, yeah. Yeah. Like, where's I'm, I'm seeing what's going on. I'm checking the landscape. I'm listening to music. I'm, you know. Where's Where's your love life at these days? How they treating you? No comment. Oh, that means it's great. Uh, we, 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 <laughs> they say no comment. That means there's so many you don't want to talk about a particular one. I know that trick. Oh, no comment. Yeah, I, I know. I get it. At don't any, nobody at, want me. Don't nobody want me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I say that. <laughs> I, I would not call you corny for this because I would do the same thing. At any point before everything was exposed, when 10 bands or something came on, you definitely tap short be like, yo, you know. That's that's me. What? <laughs> we talking about before it yeah. happened? Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. Nah, nah. <laughs> you wasn't in the studio getting that off? Man, I would have been know. right at the party Come like, on, yo. Yeah, you know that's, that's my me sauce. right there. On, all that sauce, all that flavor you hand right there, that's me. You know, I'm the I chef. I see her rapping I mean, along like, oh, you like you like those oh, you lyrics, like huh? That, right? <laughs> you, you, you talking like me now. <laughs> You using my slang. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It's the, the biggest thing I had ever did. As, you know, I'm like, right, right. I would have done the same. I wouldn't be mad at you. But, you know, never, never on record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, for sure. Listen, man, we we All love we we love we love Drake, man. We just, you know, this was a, a conversation that I think that a lot of people needed to just hear and, you know, be a part of. Um, obviously we have a relationship with Drake, that's our guy. But I think that, you know, if y'all have had conversations after that. You know, maybe there's room for a more in-depth conversation between you two. Hey, man, I hope we have it because, you know, it's not on my side. I, mm. it's, it's definitely from that side, you know. And I don't know what it's about, you know, because I, the thing that confuses me is the the getting cool with the dramas, the getting cool with the meeks. So then, like, if it's cool, then What's why ain't it cool? But it's cool with everybody else. And then it makes it seem deliberate. Like, are y'all deliberately, like, they had to have the conversation. There's no way they mm. at the Kentucky Derby, and you know what I'm saying? Mm. 
And maybe not at the Kentucky Derby, but maybe prior to the Derby. I'm sure they you know that what I'm definitely There's no came way, up. you know, like so then it's just like for the conclusion to be what it was, it's like where did that come from? You know? Yeah. What's what's your relationship like with Boy Wonder right now? That's my brother. Like, man. And, you know, I don't know if this interview will affect that, but uh I don't think he said anything. Wonder uh <laughs> Oh yeah, but Wonder Man, he put me on my feet multiple times, man. Like, great dude, help me out. Great guy, solid. Yeah, no. yeah. only solid dude, only dude that really like you know I, I, over there on that situation with the OVO thing. It's mm-hmm. the only dude that like genuinely gave a fuck about me, you know. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's my guy for life. I'm glad that's still intact because I mean that was the the initial relationship that started yeah. everything. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you know it affected maybe his relationship with Drake a little. But I'm sure, I'm sure. I think that, you know, I think it's important, man, just for us to have experiences where, you know, we feel like things were done wrong, but then have that conversation. And if people are able to remove their egos and just, you know, yeah. especially as black men, I think it's it's very important for us to do that. For sure. Like we can go through things and have disagreements and maybe you did something that I didn't agree with. But if we come together and speak about it. And there's no egos. I think that you can have a healthy conversation. And listen, we put shit behind us, like you said, you know, with other people that was involved. It obviously was a conversation. Things look like they're okay now. Patch those relationships up. I don't see why there's not room for a Quentin Miller and Drake conversation. There. Just as just as men, black men, you know, it's just like, I think it's necessary. We do enough of the splitting and the breaking and the beefing and the, you know, we need more of the, listen... I understand accountability. I fucked up here, whatever, whatever, and then move forward. Hey, man, I'm not against it. What's uh, what's been your favorite rap album since 2015? Damn, uh, I know that's a lot. Damn, we can clean it up if uh, you need a moment, because that's yeah, a lot of time. Just because I, I, I think remember. I think the sound drastically changed after. If you're reading this, is too late, and just that entire year and era of hip-hop so i am curious what you gravitated towards after 2015 as a fan outside of the own music you were making man that's a lot of that's a lot of albums it is i feel like i'm gonna i feel like i'm, I'm definitely forgetting some mm. who do you want a song with right now hove <laughs> shoot for the stars man yeah, I, man. I, don't, I don't work with drake dream Mm-hmm. I had a song with Kanye West. ASAP Rocky killed my line. Listen, ASAP, you don't know this. You don't know this. Remember the day when the picture had came out of Kanye West and I was there and Push T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. Okay, so listen, this day game brings me to the room. Kanye is working on the song he has with Cardi B and Lil Durk. Okay, right. He's working on a song. I contribute a line. I say a line. Which line? He didn't use it, right? Okay. But let me All let right. me tell you. The verse say, seemed unfinished. I say a line. I say a line. He's like, oh, that's hard. Records it. Pusha hyping me up. That's my man. Yeah. He comes over. He's like, yo, that shit's hard. That shit's mm. hard, right? Everybody's loving it. 30 minutes later, Rocky walks into the room. Comes in. He's vibing. He's chilling. He's like, yeah. It's just this one line that I want you to change. 
Nah. And he picks my line. This right? is Nike. This Nike town all over right, again. Right? He picks my line. He didn't know. He didn't know. Yeah. But he picks my line. So then Kanye's like, Nah, but I really like that line. I really like that line though. Can you tell and us I'm the like, bar? Huh? Can you tell us the bar? Because I mean, it didn't make it. It was a. It said. Uh, it was basic, but yeah. it was just a line. Uh, something about put the put the bands in the trunk, forgot us in the front, and some some oh god. But B- you know the bands, song. bands again. But you know the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for but sure. You know the song. It was a base. Yeah, it was a. It uh, was one of those songs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was like you know just like, IG caption raps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, and you know, mm-hmm. super provoking shit. But it was yeah. something mm-hmm. that my yeah. name would be there. Yeah, right? for sure. And he's just like, yeah, nah, you gotta change. And Kanye's like, nah, but I think, I think we should keep it. So then, like five minutes, ten minutes go by, and Rocky's like. Nah, man, nah, nah. It's, you gotta change that line, man. That's the one line, man. Hey, Rocky. And I don't have enough clout. I do not have enough clout. Hey, Rocky, we love you, man. I love you, man. But God damn, I'm a fan, bro. Man. You just don't know. And I'm just sitting there, just like. I would have been saying, you about to have a, have a baby with Rihanna. Leave my fucking lines alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like you ain't <laughs> have nothing else to do today. You had no clue. Oh, man. Damn, Rocky. It's all love, though. Oh, we love Rocky. But uh, yeah, so that was supposed to be my Kanye moment. But yeah, I, I feel like I might as well just... Mm. The Jay-Z moment, man. There was a time where that was supposed to happen. And that's a story for another day. I, I wasn't like working directly with him, but it was just going to be like some ideas through rock and man. Do you know what uh, around what project it was or, or time frame? It was it was a long time ago, mm. but yeah, that was during the it all the entire thing. Yeah, it all got messed up, man. It all got messed up during that time. After that, that was your first time being in the studio with Kanye at that moment. That was my first time being in. That was my first time being in the studio with Kanye, and he knew that I was in the studio. Got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's a that's a difference. Way way bigger. That's a difference. That's a difference because you could be in the studio with a lot of these guys and. They don't know who the fuck mean, but yeah. then and now when you're in the studio and you know they turn and they look right at you like, oh yeah, like what's up? It's a different, it's a whole different thing. It's a whole different thing, man. Yeah, it's a completely different ball game. Well, listen, yeah. man, we um we appreciate you giving us some of your time, kicking it with you, man, and you know we definitely support you and we want to continue to keep this line open of communication and you Absolutely. know anything we could do to help the Quentin Miller brand. Be locked in. Thank you, man. Appreciate y'all. Absolutely. And and whenever it's album time or project time, let's do part two. Send it to me. Send the reference to me. I ain't gonna send it. I ain't gonna send a reference to I'm nobody. Send, you the send me the references. They stay from my phone. I'm gonna let you know what I think. We need to make Maul a rapper. <laughs> no, I don't want to be a rapper. I think that's on next. Okay, that, that you have a Jesus piece on. You got the yeah. Jesus piece. You're I mean, in the music video with Jermaine Dupri. Yeah, very true. But those, that's just you know, that's just family, man. We just having fun. That's all. So I don't, I don't be a rapper. Rapper is dangerous. Being a rapper is too much work. I, I, I can't. I can't do it. But I salute you though. And I love what you do. Obviously, you know that. We we kick it. Thank you, bro. Um, yeah, man. So that's it. Yeah. All right. It's been another episode of New Rory and Maul. Quentin Miller, we thank you, brother. Peace, love, and blessings. We'll see you yes, soon. Sir. Mm-hmm.